Welcome to Ascent, a podcast from Impact Youth Ministry in Tacoma, Washington. Each week, we discuss issues relevant to students as they strive to follow Jesus here and now, offering a biblical perspective based on our experience leading teens each week. Let's get started. Hey, it's me, Kayla. Welcome back to another episode of Ascent. I am here with Mr. Oh, I'm sorry. Pastor Potts himself, Mr. Pastor Potts. How's it going? It was going really well until that introduction. <laughs> it just still just doesn't quite what sit right. About? And I know when I say that, it's never going to go away, but... You're sealing your own fate. I know, but I mean, I don't really care. It just still sounds so odd to me. And if you're wondering about that gorgeous, melodious voice over there, oh the other one, gosh. that's uh, our tiny mix. <laughs> I thought you were talking about my voice. Oh, oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh, you probably would have said the golden pipes. Pastor, pause, please. (laughs) Settle down. (laughs) Keep to yourself over there. Well, guys, we have a special episode today. We are going to start something called lightning rounds. These episodes are meant to be both fun and lighthearted, but they also pack a punch. So settle in. Get ready. It's going to get crazy here. Uh, Michaela, you want to explain what this is, lightning round? Heck yeah, I do. So today's lightning round, we are tackling everybody's favorite topic, which is how to be a total dream boat. So really what we're going to do is we're going to talk about some qualities that when you guys are looking for someone to spend the rest of your life with, which maybe you're very close to that season of life, or maybe you're 12 and it's actually a decade away from you. I don't know. Or um, you're me. Or yeah, or you're Kayla and I, and we, um, it's possible that Just we'll kidding. become roommates again and cat ladies again. Hey. Unclear. Uh, but Anything really, is possible if you really believe. <laughs> this list is, um, while we're framing it, of course, as our dreamboat edition, ultimately it's also supposed to be a bit introspective where um, the person that we are about to describe is also going to be attracted to the person we're about to describe. So we, rather than holding this as a standard of comparison um, against other people exclusively, we want to encourage you from the very get-go to check your own heart and your character um, to see how you line up with this list. This list is meant to be an encouragement to you. Um, Again, not something that becomes this, like, uh, I don't know, scary measuring tool for dating. (laughs) Well, I think that you could say that that totally works because the characteristics on this list, we're actually looking for somebody who looks like Jesus. And that's actually our goal as Christians Mm -hmm. is to become more and more like him. So these are uh, characteristics that you should be, you know, working on in your own life as you submit yourself. All right. So we are going to dive into this list. Kayla, take us away. Boom! Lightning round! All right, coming in at number one, even though these are not really numbered, but I am number one. Here we go. Uh, First thing that I have here, passionate about expanding the kingdom. And what do I mean by that? Somebody who is passionate about reaching souls for Jesus, somebody who's passionate about ministry, whether that be you know, youth ministry or children's ministry or the 
coffee and donuts in the morning, greeting, whatever it is, aligning the chairs, whatever it is, if your heart is set on Jesus and reflecting Jesus and being able to minister to others, that is a good quality right there, my friends. Uh, Matthew six nineteen to 24 says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal for where your treasure is there your heart will be also so yeah look for somebody whose heart is set on jesus and his kingdom and wanting to do things for him boom lightning round i'm, I'm gonna beat you not a chance i'm gonna lose <laughs> <laughs> i can't be fast but i'm gonna try because i am up with number two so the second characteristic um for a dream boat is someone who is teachable and really, this quality implies both humility and it also implies that this person is living in community. Um, and if I think if you take a look at the Proverbs, you will see in every single chapter that wisdom follows those who um, seek it out and submit themselves to the advice of scriptures and the advice of people who are further along in their faith as mentor figures and disciplers. Um, Proverbs 19 verse 20 says, listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. And first Peter five, five says you who are younger, be subject to the elders, clothe yourselves, all of you with humility towards one another for God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And so when I talk about teachability, I'm, um, especially in the context of a dating relationship or in marriage, um, really what I want to emphasize is that humility to admit that you have room to grow and that you are willing to grow, um, and that you're not so stuck in your ways, um, that you think that it's your way or the highway, but rather that you're willing to um, lay aside maybe some of um, some things that are just secondary for the sake of growing in knowledge of the scripture and becoming more like Jesus. That's just how your relationship will continue to grow into the pursuit of something that is holy and blameless as you're continuing to be sanctified. Guys, I hope you're listening because check it out. I know your heart and you don't want to be teachable. Think about it. I think I could probably echo it for the ladies too. <clears throat> we like to be right. Boom. Beautiful. Pastor Potts, take it away. All right. I think it's super important for a, to look for somebody who is thoughtful. And what I mean by that is that they are intentional or purposeful. I mean, yeah, being considerate is good, thinking about other people and, you know, sending birthday cards and whatnot, but that's not the thoughtful I'm talking about. I'm talking about somebody who does things for a reason. It's the opposite of compulsive. Proverbs 21.5 says, The plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. Boom, lightning round. Dang. That one is so good because I think it's so countercultural. We really like to be spontaneous, but really spontaneity is just like the disguise for a terrible planner, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or someone who does life on accident. So mm -hmm. that's a good one. I think she was describing me. We were roommates. <laughs> they were roommates. <laughs> Not talking about She's got a Kayla list going over oh, there. Yeah. That she was like, oh. oh. The next thing I have on the list, generous. I'm going to recycle a verse. <laughs> Matthew 6, 21. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And what do I mean by generous? I mean generous with their time, with their money, with their gifts, with their talents. Again, very similar to expanding the kingdom. When they see a need and they have the means to supply it, they are not selfish about it, but rather they're thinking about others and they're 
trying to be more like Jesus. Okay, the next one that I have is someone who is careful with their words. And I really wish I had like a like a single trait to say there. Right. The only thing I could come up with was wordy, and that's Catchy, just not right. Snappy. <laughs> oh, it's not there. But Great someone, vernacular. Someone who is careful with their words. And um, I want to first go to Matthew 15, 18, which says that the things that come out of the mouth come from the heart. And what that verse means is that what we say is a direct reflection um, of who we are on the inside. And so that being said, it is often our words that reveal um, who we who we are and how far along we are in our walk with the Lord, what our intentions are and our motivations. And so you have to also think that when you speak, you are literally projecting your own reputation. And when you date somebody, you are linking yourself to them, like your reputation to theirs, your character to theirs. And so if someone is known for being a gossip or a complainer um, or just someone who's, who laughs at the expense of other people, um, you know, like that teasing that kind of just goes a little bit too far or they're disrespectful with their tone or those types of things, um, you're, you are being linked to that reputation um, versus someone who's careful with their words and intentional to speak encouragement. Um, speak of things that are only um, like the things we know from Philippians chapter four, true, respectful, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent, or praiseworthy things that really glorify and honor the Lord. That's the type of person you want to connect yourself with. Definitely the overflow of the heart comes out of the mouth. Mm. can tell what somebody's been getting filled up on by what they say. All right. Next up is humble. Uh, somebody who has both right perspective and genuinely puts others ahead of their self. I just got to say here, I mean, it's a no-brainer really, right? I mean, is there any other way to be like Jesus but to have humility, right? I mean, to actually be God but consider it not something to hold on to and to actually humble himself to die on the cross. We should all want to be like that. It's not too much for me to actually put other people ahead of myself when we look at it in the big picture like that. Um, that's one that's so evident in a dating relationship too. Like you mm -hmm. just, you can see if someone is emulating that attribute of Jesus or not. Do they always want things their way? Right. I have a big one, integrity. And we could dissect it. We could spend an entire episode on Ascent just talking about integrity as a whole because there are so many different faces to integrity. There's so many different, it has, it's so multifaceted. There's so much to say about it. But the area that I want to talk about um, when it comes to integrity is realness. Uh, just like the, the ability to be transparent and vulnerable and just expose themselves in a way that is genuine. So when you look at this person, you know that they are the real deal. They're not hiding anything. They're just being truly themselves, whether that's with their parents, with their friends, with their coworkers, with their schoolmates, with their pastor. They're the exact same person no matter where they are. Proverbs 10:9 says, "Whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but he who makes his ways crooked will be found out." So this person doesn't have to worry because they are real. They have nothing to hide. The next attribute that I want to talk about is that of consistency. And I think the better way to maybe say that would be someone who is reliable, um, meaning that they show up when they say they're going to. And they are consistent in their character, um, which kind of just trickles back to integrity um, really at its root. But in, in the realm of being reliable when it comes to a relationship, when 
you are faithful and you can be depended upon, that allows for trust to be built, that allows for vulnerability to happen, and you don't want to be the person that everyone knows is going to bail um, just in general, let alone in a relationship if there is that fear that you're not going to be present or that you are you never know who you're going to get when you show up somewhere. That really can undermine um, part of the beauty of a relationship, which is something that is supposed to be like a safe place. And so when you are looking for somebody to share a life with, you want to look for someone that um, shows up the same every time when they say they're going to. And I'm not talking about punctuality. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a whole different thing that's really so secondary. Why is, why <laughs> um, is Chris looking at me? <laughs> All eyes went to Kayla. Hey. I wasn't. I, I, said, I, feel I said it's not about punctuality. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah, but just the consistency, meaning on a broader level, will you show up when you say you're going to? I think that actually goes back to humility. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Respectful. I mean, all I can think about is how well does somebody treat their parents? Mm-hmm. Like you could tell if a guy is no good if he treats his mom poorly. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, ladies, if you see that, run. If you are looking at a young woman and she just doesn't even really care what her dad says. She's going to sneak and do this or do whatever. Red flag run. But that's not this issue. So be respectful. Not only is it one of the Ten Commandments, but Paul mentions it again in Ephesians chapter 6. Honor your mother and father. Boom. Lightning Lightning round. round. (laughs) Last one for me, patience. What do I mean by this? I mean, somebody who is willing to stick by you as you grow, somebody that is gracious about it, somebody that's willing to be in it for the long haul and doesn't just skedaddle on out of there as soon as things get rough or as soon as you get tough to deal with, but somebody that's willing to help you grow and grow alongside you. Somebody that's patient, is looking to mature in the Lord alongside you, and wanting to help you do that as well. I love that you said, um, as you get tough to be with. Because it's so <laughs> true. Like, <laughs> we we want to have rosy you glasses too? on when we see. I know. We're flawed. Can you even believe no. it? We were roommates. <laughs> tough to deal with? No. Maintenance and difficult? What? But it's true. Like We like to think that we're always going to be the blameless party. But the reality is sometimes... You need a patient partner um, because you are a piece of work (laughs) and you're messy (laughs) and God is working in you. And so it's, that's just, thank you for saying that. Keep us all humble. And I think it's important to actually tie back around to what you said about growing together. This is advice I give to anybody who I know is involved in a serious relationship is you as a person are going to continue to grow your whole life. Yeah. And it's a choice you have to make every day to grow together. It's Mm -hmm. real easy to grow apart, but you have to choose to grow together. And that involves humility. The next one that I want to kind of close my portion of this with um, is the attribute of kindness. So when you are looking for a life partner, um, someone that you're going to marry, you want to look for someone who is kind. And we take that right out of 1 Corinthians that says, love is patient, love is kind. And we see that command issued all over the Bible. And when I say, like, you look for someone who's kind, I'm not just talking about kind to you. Because chances are they like you. Like, it's going to be easy to be kind to you most of the time, other than, again, when we're messy and tough to be around. But for the most part, like, they think you're the coolest person around. Like, 
you're going to be the easiest person to treat well. But you need to look at, again, how do they treat their parents? How do they treat the person at work who gets on their nerves? How do they, yeah, how do they treat the person who annoys the crap out of them? Like (laughs) all of these things, like the people who are just difficult to be around in general, um, how do they react when they're under stress? I think that when we're in stressful situations, oftentimes we give ourselves the green light to be um, short tempered. And you want to look for someone who, despite circumstances and despite situations that are out of their control, they still bleed kindness, that that's just what comes out of them. Um, because the Lord is working in them. So all I could say is uh, Jesus was super, 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 super kind. Heck yeah, he mm-hmm. was. All right. Save the best for last, though. Hit us. It with is it. so important to find somebody who is like minded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah that's a, yeah, that is. In, we'll give it even to you. in any sort of dating relationship, it is so vitally important. In 2 Corinthians 6, Paul writes, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers for what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness or what fellowship has light with darkness. What accord has Christ with Belial or what portion does a believer share with an unbeliever? Whoever you hang around with is going to influence you and cause you to shape your decision-making in a way that will determine parts of your life. And if that person does not love Jesus the way that you do, it will show in your choices and it will pull you further and further away from him. I think actually I was just talking to one of my little sisters about this earlier this week about how important it is to find somebody that is like-minded because the person that you are today is not going to be the same person you are 20 years from now. And the person that you're going to spend the most time with is probably going to be the most influential person in your life. Absolutely. So it's, so important you were you know what we will give it to you we will give it to you that's probably the most important one on the list that's the number one you got it okay he wins (laughs) he wins lightning around this just this one time chris just this one we're we're coming we got coming for you coming up bring it on yeah we're ready we're ready we're ready we're ready (laughs) well that concludes the lightning round portion of this episode today but before we sign off um i have a few things that we just kind of want to cover off on the first is again even though this is a list for um, what we're looking for in other people, really what we encourage you guys is to take this list and um, reflect on your own heart and reflect on your character because the person that we just described is going to be looking for someone who looks like Jesus. And so we don't want this to be a tool um, of divisiveness or or judgment, but rather we want it to be helpful in your guys' pursuit of, um, of a biblical character. Um, and it applies to both guys and girls. You know, we we kind of intentionally didn't include anything gender specific in terms of role. There's a time and a place for that. And I'm sure we'll do a lightning round about that later. But this one, we really, again, wanted to just kind of point back to the character of Jesus as is um, really, really relevant and important for both guys and gals. I would like to kind of add a note for the guys out there. Life is complicated, but stop for a moment and be honest with yourself. What's the most important thing that you are looking for when you think about finding a girlfriend? And does your selection process actually reflect this? With your mind, you probably said that physical appearance is secondary, but with your lustful, foolish heart, you know that you are prioritizing outward beauty far more than is wise. All I'm going to say is that you will never truly regret choosing someone with excellent character that surpasses their outward appearance. 
And for the ladies, I would say that as you are looking for a man who is running after the heart of God, when you have to ask yourself the question of like, can I, can I link my life with his forever? Do I want to? Do I want to submit? Do I want to follow him? I was talking to a friend of mine who painted a picture from her life that I think I'm going to take with me forever. Um, But I was talking to my friend Tara and she was telling me about the time and season in life when she was dating her now husband, Matt. And she said that the moment she knew, like without a shadow of a doubt, that she not only loved him, but could um, link her life with his forever and submit to him for the rest of her life. And was when she was, um, she was looking in his trunk and she came across his Bible and she just casually kind of flipped through it. And she saw writing and marks and notes on every single page in his Bible. And she said that when she realized that he not only, um, he didn't just own a Bible, it wasn't just this thing that he like took back and forth to church on a weekly basis, but he was in the word and he studied the word and he clearly had a love for the word of God. And that's when she knew, you know, all of the other things we can work on and we will work on and we will grow together. But that one was so important because if you're both submitted to the word, you could honestly get married, you know, like that's, that's a really, I would say that's number two. Can I win second place for <laughs> most important trade? No, number one. No, we don't do <laughs> that. You don't get a participation award. No, get I out of here. I think that's number one. That's a big, huge shout out to those two. Yeah. That was such an incredible picture. And, and they're, you know, they've been married for many years and their marriage is one that I admire and look at. And I think that that standard is going to stick with me as I'm looking for my spouse and then pattering my marriage after the Lord. Um, so ladies, I would say, you know, good looking guys aside, look for a guy who's so submitted to the word of God and who has an actual love for the scriptures. And that concludes our, uh, episode here, guys. Actually, before we really conclude, Uh. I want to say thank you to you too. (laughs) And that was actually really amazing. I, the work that you guys put into making that just was like such good truth on this list that is really just based on one your love for jesus and so thank you good job it was fun that's so kind chris and with that we out thank you for tuning into ascent for more information on impact youth ministry visit www.impactyouthministry.org we'll see you next week